It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, Southampton 1, United 1. Daniel James, a wonder strike in the 10th minute, you know, Said to be the next Ryan Giggs for us. What a goal. And then we let them back in 58th minute from Vestergaard. Which, you know, got Southampton a point. The way they defended, actually, I want to say it was a well-deserved point for them. United started the match well, but Southampton did get back into the game. United let them. You know, and even though they had a red card down so in the 73rd minute... You know, it offered United to get back into the game to win it, but we were limited and we weren't able to break them down. You know, Greenwood came on and had a good shot, but it was saved. And other than that, Daniel Jameson played in crosses, but we don't have we don't have that striker who wants to get onto the end of the ball. We've got Rashford who can run in behind the defence. But we need someone, we need to buy someone in January who can who can get ahead to the ball because whenever I see a cross going to the box I can't see anyone in our team apart from Pogba in open play who can head the ball. Obviously in corners we've got Maguire and Pogba McTominay. But in open play we don't. We don't have that player who can run in and hit the ball. You know that Southampton Southampton winless nine home Premier League matches against United and that's the first time they've avoided defeat in consecutive home games against us since January 1998. I mean United have just collected five points in the last in the last four games. That's picking up fewer than the first four games of a Premier League campaign in 1992 and 1993. Now I'm sorry, but as as Scalzi said the other day in the press conference, it's going to take time. It's going to take two seasons. But if something doesn't happen soon, I think Scholes just got his put his hand up and say, "I'm sorry, can't do it." Welcome to the Manchester United Redcast as United are drawn in the Europa League this week and they pick up another big point in the Premier League away at Southampton. Joining me to chew the fat about all things Reds is uh, Richard Amofa. Richard, right, pal? How you doing, big man? You okay? Yeah, not bad, man. Not bad. I'm good, good, positive. good. For Astana away and Partizan away and AZ Alkmaar. AZ Alkmaar, you know what? Come on. 
you know, you know, not bad, but pot, Astana away, Kazakhstan. I'm absolutely buzzing, pal. It's, I it's, mean, it's, those six and there was it six thousand mile round trips. I mean, who, who would be excited for that, man? Like, exactly. I'm, I'm up for it. I'm exactly. I, I, apparently that kickoff's going to be at ten to four on, on a Thursday afternoon. I mean, we're playing football when we haven't even got home from work. I mean, that that just says a lot about where we are at the moment, man. It's quite. Ah, uh, well, man, don't worry. Let's let's embrace it, man. Embrace it. <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Yeah, AZ Alcorn, um, just very quickly, I know we're going to talk about the Europa League later. Didn't Louis van Gaal manage AZ Alcorn win them the Eredivisie? Won the league, yeah. yeah won the Eredivisie, did. didn't yeah, he? Yeah. That's after he went out a lot. He went out away. He disappeared, didn't he, for a bit, like yeah. after, in the Netherlands. Then yeah. after AZ Alcorn went to Bayern. Well, listen, I mean, with the squad that he had there, he, he, he did wonders with them. Say, to win a league, you know, mm. he, he did well with them. So, like I said, they got some pedigree, but... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they're any good now, to be honest. I haven't really been following their progress since he left. So, yeah, I'd say you'd expect United to win, but I'm sure we'll touch on that later. We will indeed. Uh, it's transfer deadline day. Well, it's transfer deadline day if you're in Europe, League One, League Two, not the Championship. If you're in, you know, La Liga, if you're in mm. Liga. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of boring here in the UK, apart from all of our players just departing everywhere. Yeah, exactly. The big deals that have been done. Me and Richard just been talking over them. Uh, of course, we can talk about the United ones, but Mkhitaryan, Henrik Mkhitaryan's gone to Roma. Um, and, and with him going to Roma and, and Sanchez going to Inter, I think, you know, obviously Arsenal and United are looking to draw a line under this, like, you know, this this possibly the shit of deal in the history of football. <laughs> um, who, who, who do you think, just quickly, who do you think got the got the worst, you know, had had the worst outcome of that swap deal. So it was an absolute nightmare for both, wasn't it, really? McTerran scored 9-59 and 59 for our Arsenal. Yeah. Santa scored 5-45 and 45 for United. Disgusting. Disgusting. I guess plus Sanchez's wages as well. You know, yeah, I think United are big out. I mean, it's the fact that Mkhitaryan was just a miserable shit as well. Like, <laughs> you know, just I don't pro- think I ever saw him smile. No, no. Who else has gone where? Oh, Radamel Falcao. Remember him? Mm. Radamel Falcao has got a Galatasaray. Twenty five thousand wow. people get into the airport. That, you know, I saw that. That was insane. Sick. But then, listen, he's someone he knows where the goal is. You know, give him supply, which he didn't have at United. He knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. And yeah, you know, in the Turkish league, you'd expect him to fly, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. You know, he, he, I'm, that was a joke. With him. He didn't show it to Chelsea. He's an idiot. Anyway, uh, Mario Lamina from Southampton is going on loan there, and Florin Andono. So Galatasaray really sort of like. Doing the biz over there. They've signed quite mm. a few players, actually. Quite a few, like, you know, um, big names, Gareth Hasselhoff. Uh, a big deal, a big deal. Napoli has signed Fernando Llorente, which means he won't be coming to United. Um, you happy about that? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We are, like, a few injuries away from really just being a bit scary, mate. Um, Azmir Begovic has joined Carabag on loan. Shout, Shout out, out to him. I can't wait <laughs> to, to, to see you in Azerbaijan in the 15th round of the, the Europa League. In like, exactly. Um, <laughs> involved, involving PSG and Real Madrid. Kaylor mm. Navas, the goalkeeper who famously cried when he found out he was joining Manchester United, um, has signed for, for PSG on a four-year deal, while Alphonse Ariola, who is uh, PSG's keeper, has got Real Madrid on loan. I, I, I really don't understand mm. You know, he's, he's a good keeper, you know. I, I think 
you know, obviously Courtois didn't have his best season last year. And, you know, Ariola is, is uh, you know, he's rated very highly in France. You know, I, I think, you know, looking at it, it does look a bit of an odd deal to swap the two. But Ariola will definitely put um, to, uh, Courtois under a lot of pressure there. Yeah, uh, PSG have signed Sergio Rico as well on no sphere. He was the one right. keeper yeah, that was Fulham well, last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very, very strange. But Navas, I mean, I, just, I, I remember Guillaume Balogay talking to Guillaume Balogay and him telling me about how um, Kale Navas, who's deeply religious, mm. uh, is deeply, deeply praying uh, that it, this whole they wouldn't leave Real Madrid and this whole Man United thing would go away. And, well, there you go, Edward. Wow. Dodgy fax machine uh, mentioned <laughs> that ended. Uh, we're talking, mm. of course, about Manchester United uh, drawing one all at Southampton. Uh, Dan James opened the scoring on 10 minutes with a fabulous goal, an absolutely fabulous goal. United had chances, but Yannick Vestergaard scored on 58 minutes while Danso, I think it's Kevin Danso, there's mm-hmm. uh, United couldn't quite find the winner, um, which. We another week, another win, you know, no win. Um, it's ever so slightly concerning. We're seventh in the league. We've got five points from four games. After the Wolves game, we're sitting there going, "Yeah, great, yeah." Mm-hmm. Great. And like you know, two games on now, we're just a bit like, "Yeah." Maybe. You know what? I, th- I think people are going to start seeing me as some kind of jinx. I think ever since I've come in the pod, I don't think we've won a game yet. You know, I think the you know the top reds out there will be be thinking, you know, who's this Richard guy? You know, he's jinxing. He's jinxing the club. You know, I want to come on the pod and talk about a win. I want to talk about how well we're playing, how we've passed the ball around. Not an insipid display, you know. Again, what is going on? You know, what's happening? I don't know, man. I mean, I've watched it, you know, and there was points where we actually attacked all right. We looked half decent. But again, we lacked that sort of clinical edge. Mm. We really mm. lacked the clinical edge. Um, you know, Ashley Young had an had a opportunity which he curled. Uh, one Saka, you know, skied a chance, even though it was quite a difficult one. I mean, you really needed an experienced finisher to be there when 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 he did that. But you know, Mason Greenwood as well, um, you know, forced a decent save out of out of Garn, as did Marcus Rashford. But you know, I mean, we've got no options. We've got no options to bring on. Like you just look at the bench. It's, it's, it just looks so dry, doesn't it? It just looks so. I don't know, we had twenty opportunities, yeah. eight on target. Southampton had two on target, but stats don't mean shit, you know. No, you, no, I bet no exactly. Lingard, Rojo, Romero, Greenwood, Matic, Twanzebe, and Chong. I mean, genuinely, if our squad gets any fucking center, we're going to be like anorexic, mate. Do you know what I mean? It is <laughs> genuinely a joke. How the house? What is it like? Obviously, we're going to come on to like transfers and, and talking about the players that we've got rid of. Of course, Smalling has gone. Mata Damian has finally, finally, you know, sort of <laughs> surfaced after you know. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, mate. After disappearing into the bowels mm. of Old Trafford, he's, he's surfaced and. Um, you know, he's he's left for Palmer today. Borford Jackson's gone. You know, a load of players, Sanchez, Lukaku, all gone. Fellaini's gone. But, like, we, we are we are quite, you know, threadbare as far as mm. go, you know, and, and it's ever so slightly worrying. Um, in terms of the Southampton game, obviously a lot of people talking about the fact that Lindelof got beaten to height off of, off of Vestergaard. What did you make of that? A lot of people slated Lindelof after close two games. Well, I mean, again, it's the second time in second in two games where he's lost a crucial header and it's led to a goal. You know, mm-hmm. in the um, Crystal Palace game, I gave him not the benefit of the doubt. You want this centre back to win those headers, and I put a lot of emphasis on Maguire not covering around and 
and Wan Bissaka not covering Wan, but you know, it, it keeps happening. I, I think Lindelof has he's a good player, but I think he's more of a um like a, like a sweeper, like a secondary centre back. He needs a more dominant player next to him. But I think Maguire. Well, it should be. You'd think at £80 million he would be, but I think he's he's of a similar ilk, though, because you need your defenders to dominate that six-yard box. And, you know, in the age when we had Ferdinand Vidic, any cross that came into the box, you know it's being cleared away. You know, you're, you're filled with confidence that those defenders are going to head it, they're going to kick it away, and, you know, we can squeeze up the pitch. Any time the ball comes into the box now, I'm nervous. I'm so nervous because we look so fragile. And, yes, Maguire's come in, but... Like I said it was a good ball towards the back post. The marking was atrocious. I know Rashford was there, Lindelof was there as well, but it, it's just simply not good enough, Aaron, mate. I mean, for this to keep happening, then you know, this is meant to be our top centre back. You know, it's, it's, it's a concern, big concern. Yeah, man, it really, really, really is a bit of a concern. You look at that back line. I mean, Rojo was on the bench. No sign of Twine Xavier on the bench, but you know, with Smalling going out. By the way, I just want to touch on this as well. Chris Smalling, you know, mm-hmm. leaving. If there was a choice of Rojo, Jones, or Smalling leaving, I think Smalling would be bottom on my list. Yeah, I, I know I, what. I know Smalling gets sick, but I, I don't mind him. Yeah. I, no, I, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, I do mind him. I can't stand him. But no, but he's better than Jones and Rojo, though. Adam. He stays fit compared to the others. The others, you know, struggle with fitness so much. And the worrying thing is, when Ollie turns around and goes, he'll come back a better player. A better player for who? He's fucking not 28. He's 29, man. <laughs> Something like that. You know, Chris Chris Smalling isn't exactly, you know, like young, a, a spring chicken who's 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 going to be, you know, um, who's going to come back and like lay claim to a first team spot. You know, you look at him, you look at, you know, fucking, who else? Well, James Wilson's gone on a permanent, but <clears> he, <throat> um, uh, uh, Alexis Sanchez, these players are, are players that need to leave and need to like, sort of disappear at the United East. <laughs> you know, You're not a fan, no. Straight, no, well, no, I don't think anyone is. But very strange, though. Like, mm. you know, try and, why, why not get rid of flipping Rojo over, over these yeah, guys? Yeah, this is it. Don't I mean, understand he, it. He, I don't know how Rojo is doing the club, you know. I mean, like I said, we know about the Everton situation. just makes no sense. Why would you... I don't know. Again, I say it every week, you know, there's something fundamentally wrong at the club. You know, the decision has been made. Mm. You get rid of Smalling, but then not Rojo. But then Rojo will never play anyway. So you're just going to stink up the bench, continue picking up wages, you know, just being a drain on everything. You know, it's just not, it's, it's just poor all round. Listen, I, one thing we will say, I know someone last week talked about time, didn't they? And I was moaning, saying, oh, you know, we should be hitting the ground running. But, you know, may, maybe maybe that is just a fact of the matter. But they have to stick with Solskjaer because he's clear that he's trying to get players out. Fair enough, he's brought no one in to replace them yet. But you said Klopp had about six windows before things started ticking properly. You know, we have to kind of invest in, in Solskjaer and allow him to, to kind of do what he's doing. You know, I, I think over the past week, I think I've just resigned to the fact that we just have to give him time. I know last week I was moaning saying we need to hit the ground running, but what can he do? He's, he's done, he said what he's going to do in terms of getting rid of players. But unfortunately, he's not been able to bring in enough. So the squad is looking very thin. But that's, you know, so I, a bit of me thinks is, is a bit out of his hands, to be honest, in terms of the players well, he's, yeah, he's yeah, trying yeah, to get in. Yeah. Right, so it's, it's all out of his hands. Let's be mm. fair. Or, you know, mm. the board sort something out. 
we're uh, we're up shit creek with you know like sticks for paddles, mate. Uh, yeah. Let's socials. Obviously, we put some tweets out at Nineties United and at United Redcast uh, following Saturday's one-one draw with Southampton. Uh, let's start with Michael Gardner. It's a disgrace, but expected nothing less. Looking at the starting eleven, it's Liverpool, Lingard, and Matic coming on to try and win it for us. Pathetic. Let's not keep kidding ourselves either. Rashford is also included in many players who are nowhere near good enough. What do you make of that? I mean, like Lingard and Matic, I agree. You know, as far as squad players go, that they're, they're they're not great. Rashford is flattering to deceive. I mean, a lot of people turn around and gone flipping Stark Greenwood up top. Stark Greenwood up top. You know, while while Martial's out, Stark Greenwood up top, and let's let's get things going. Let's give him a, a, a fair crack of the whip. You might as well. I mean, Solskjaer's come out and said, didn't he? He's the most natural finisher at the club. I know probably some kind of uh, psycho- uh, psychology to to get Martial and Rashford going, but if you rate him that much, as we said last week. Well, there's no point giving him 20 minutes here, half an hour here. You might as well just throw him in there because he's going to get chances. And, you know, he's like, you know, you're not going to know how good he is until you play him. So you might as well just, just throw him in there. Yeah. I can't see, I can't see how, how, you know, how worse it'll be than, than what we have at the moment. So you might as well just play him. Uh, Martin said, I fell asleep and missed 15 minutes. Says it all. Uh, nice mm. one, mate. Uh, Sat Jenner said, no creativity. Pogba, utterly awful. He should learn from J- James's work rate. McTominay is very limited on the board. He's just bouncing mm. off him. Matic is past it. With mm. very- Mate, we are so light. It's so... Mm. Uh, you know, it's embarrassing, isn't it? And you know what? Another thing as well. Andreas Pereira, you know, he, he was meant to be the next best thing, wasn't he? And his career has just stuttered so badly. I don't know what's going on with him. I mean... With Pereira, Again, another poor, game, poor one player, game, one game, I can finish now and then, but you know that's that's about it. It's so fucking worrying where we are. Mm. Our squad, as Zahid has said, one-one, no surprise. We'll struggle to finish top half. <laughs> Mate, Sorry. a run of injuries, and I'll probably agree with you. A run of injuries. It's true. You know, all it all it takes is an injury to Pogba and maybe to one of the centre backs, and okay. we are we will be bottom half in the bottom half of the bottom half. That's how bad it will be. I'm not even joking. Joe goes, when we go forward, it looks decent. Any pressure, and we're looking for a leader, and there isn't one. Matter looked hungry for it and was fuming with the goal. This is not a short-term fix. It's long-term planning, and sadly, we won't see the finished article for a while. I agree completely. Mm. Clinton was on BBC Five Live on Saturday and turned around and was, was like sort of, you know, going on about Matter saying, you know, how he controlled the game. Again, I've said it a million and one times. He might not have the pace, but let him drop deeper into a role where he can fucking control the game. Mm-hmm. Let him actually control the game. Don't, mm. you know, don't expect him to play that wing role at 10 where where he just needs pace and pace and pace. It's, it's unreal. I mean, mm. gen- like yeah. I think we look better without without Lingard. To be fair, I think Mata did did play half decent. But I mean, there's one thing I would say actually, which I've come on to, is that the other day I don't know if you saw after the Wolves game. Gary, oh, I think it's half time. Gary Neville got a lot of stick as yeah. he often does these days for saying that. Matty James was the only leader within the squad, and mm. everyone jumped in it saying, "What's about James, how to be a leader?" James. But he's he's lead to be a leader. You don't often have to be shouting, hollering, everything. You have to lead by example. And since he's walked into the club, he set the tone in pre-season. He was setting the tone, had the best um, bleep test score, with the quickest. The fact no, but he, is, Rich, the fact of the matter is, yeah. Mm. In the Championship, you have to be supremely fit. The Premier League, you might be able to coast now and then, but in the Championship, shit, man. There's so much running to do. You're in trouble if you're not. You see, no, I, I hear that, but he, he's, he's taking responsibility in games, though. That goal again, he's getting on the ball, and he's, he's doing... 
Look at play Rich, look at players that have dropped out from the Premier League, yeah? Mm-hmm. From the likes of your Stokes, etc., etc. Look yeah. at and look at Mbula, Stokes record signing, and mm-hmm. Zonji, players that dropped out, yeah? And how they've completely... Flopped. Look at fucking Sado Berrienio, mate. He's not fit enough. James is supremely fit at Swansea. Why? Because he has to run. Why? Because if he don't run, Swansea will struggle. Get found out. No, listen, I, out. I, hear, I hear that fully, but... Why is he now coming into an elite team, inverted commas, Manchester United? Why is he the fittest? Why is he the because fastest? He ain't, because the rest of them ain't fit enough. Mate, they, so they have an issue with the squad then, isn't it? Yeah, exactly what I'm running. saying. That's what I'm saying, but surely minute. for him, he could come in and just be happy to be at Manchester United. But that, that, that's my point. Normally, when players make their step up, it might be too big for them. They might just be happy to be here at FC. No, he's taking responsibility on that pitch. Look at the goals that he's scoring already. He's the one who's taking the game to the opponents in a way that I want to see Rashford do more. I want to see per- like Pereira. He's been coasting the last few years. I expect him to be doing more. He's he's coasting. Whereas Matty James is coming in. I'm saying, look, I'm going to be the main man. Man James. The people writing me off. Listen, that's what it is, though. He scored He scored again on, on Saturday. He scored our last two goals. And he's the only one who's looking like a potent threat. It's, you know that, that's yeah, just a fact of the matter. Let's be fair. If you're if you're if you're a defender, he's unpredictable. Going up against Dan Jones, he is so unpredictable. Exactly, because he's so quick. But at least, at least uh, he's offering a threat, though. Yeah, you know, he's, he's not he's not just there's enough around on the ball. Yeah, that, and he's not afraid to take a shot. He exactly. Every time United players take you know you know look to take a shot, they're passing sideways, sideways, sideways. It's exactly. Uh, 508 Fury said, "Wait, you're back. What happened last year? Well, we are back, and that's pretty much it." Uh, Samson Tan. <laughs> What are the odds of Poch managing United by December? Not sure, mate. We're not sponsored Ooh, by... So yeah, yeah. I can tell you. I can't, can't, really, can't really speculate on that too much. Uh, Kessa, we don't have a natural finish in the team. Rashi not good enough. Poor decision-making. Pogba looks much better playing higher up. Completely agree with you on that without the, the natural finisher. I'd say Martial's probably the best finisher there. But Martial, mm. to do it, it's obviously a case of staying fit, isn't it? Yeah, uh, exactly, exactly. And goes mid-table. Jafar says, still too predictable in attack. Simply no pace and power. Since we are now in the same bracket as teams outside the top four, it's time to let Greenwood, Chong, Gomez and the other t- young talents play. Some of the senior players are too, just too ordering to be at Man United. Do you know mm. what? Apparently, um, Gomez scored a, an absolute world of a goal. Of it one. was a banger. Like, he picked up the ball, he skipped past like three players, whipped it top corner. And you're but just mate, thinking, why is he not involved mm, in the first team? This, this is it. I, I, don't, the only thing I can think of, which is complete rubbish because it shouldn't be the case, but maybe Solskjaer just thinks he's too small and lightweight. But how do you know that unless you see him actually playing? Because I, w- I wouldn't say Foden is particular, particularly big or strong or, or, or you know, a heavyweight, is he? But he, his technical ability and his intelligence creates that space and gives him time on, on the pitch to make things happen. I think... Um, Gomez can do something similar if he's given a chance. We're crying out for number ten. We need someone to play in that position with a bit of guile and pace and creativity. Just, just give him an opportunity. If he doesn't do well, then at least we say we've tried. But we don't know until we play him. Do you know what I mean? It's just, just, just give him a go. I can't see what, how worse he can be compared to, to you know Lingard or Matu who've been in there already. Mate, LJ McCord has turned around and gone Greenwood. Kessler's gone. He's inexperienced, not proven at this level. He needs to be starting at number nine, not on the left or the right. And this goes back to my point mm. last week. What is it with the United <laughs> taking players and trying to convert them into wingers? Uh, is it like a lack of trust? It's just getting forward-thinking players on the pitch. So I know there's this whole trend of just, we've got as many forwards on the pitch, they can be dangerous, but not everybody's going to be a winger. You know, some players are just killers in, in a box. And we don't have enough box. I saw a stat 
um, the other day about, I think, since August. Since August 2016, mm. um, Manchester United have only scored nine goals inside the box, inside the six-yard box. That's not good enough. I mean, for a team that creates all these not chances, good whatever, Mate, we ain't won that's good enough. Nine. That's embarrassing. We ain't uh, won so nine. Yeah. Nine games. All you need. Well, do do you think um, if we had Lukaku, we'd have won that game? If we'd, if we'd, if we'd kept him? That's a hard question, man. Look, there's no doubt about it. The geezer gave you goals. You know, in the first season, scoring 25 goals, all my mates sitting there laughing at us that we've signed Romelu Lukaku. With all due respect, he scores goals. And by the way, what what happened to him on on on, on Sunday was all Saturday. Oh, so that's disgusting, disgusting, man. You know, disgusting. But, you know, we, 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 they weren't doing enough. Yeah. We don't like players. You know what? I, I don't like certain players, you know, but... Racism's a, a disgusting thing, and we need to get rid of it. Hundred percent. No, I'm he, glad. I'm glad you addressed it. Absolutely uh, the, the fact that he's 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 gone there and he's he's standing up to it, and he he, he did that sort of like thing where he stood in front of the fans, and you know, after he scored, fair play to him. You know, he's, yeah, right. So go and address him. Um, but you know, seriously, Italy, the Italian leagues have got such a big problem with that. Um, we've had a question from Bruce Square at Funk Boss Five. Going during the next podcast, please ask this question: Has Oli done enough to? Warrant giving him two or three more transfer windows to get us right. I'm gonna let you go first, Harry. Oh, sorry for the exhale. It's just um, listen. The, the current form since he's got the job is such a concern. I don't have the stats in front of me, but uh, it's 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 looking worrying. It's looking very worrying. But I uh, say, you know, as you say, Klopp had six windows to get Liverpool really ticking. I guess if he needs time, he needs time. But I'm I'm not really confident with the way he's looking at the moment. If I'm being honest with you, Aaron, I'm not really confident. Say again. Do you reckon he'll get the backing? You like to hope so. I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, he he was given money in the summer, wasn't he? I mean, you can't say he wasn't, but he he needs to be given time to put his stamp on the squad and to get those reinforcements in. He's got rid of certain players. Got rid of Lukaku, who he wanted to get rid of. Got rid of Sanchez. So he said what he's going to do. He's got rid of certain players. Now, remember that press conference where he said certain players won't be here next season. He's got rid of them now. Now let's get you know let's let's back him to get the players he needs to come in. And then if he doesn't do well, then unfortunately you know he's got to go. But uh, you say if, if he goes, who do we get? You know, unless Potts leaves Spurs, I don't really know who else would be willing to take the hot seat. So just respect, have to back him. Respect, if Potts leaves Spurs, we still need players to come in. Potts leaves Spurs, yeah, exactly. We're in the same position with Solskjaer yeah, yeah. without Solskjaer, with Potts without Potts. Mm. And, and you know, what's frustrating is I think we needed two more players at a minimum this summer. Two more players. To, to try and you know actually say you know what yes we're taking Go this because right now we 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 are we are in big shit mate we are in uh, big uh. shit and you know people turn around to me mate all I've turned all I've heard from people is oh Southampton 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 you know what? this is where we fucking are as a club this is where we are at the moment and the truth of the matter is that this season is going to be such a hard season all we need to do right now is focus on cups I reckon League Cup FA Cup Europa League focus on them try and get a success in them because in the league we're going to see stuff like that we're going to see stuff like that Southampton 1-1 you know every fucking you know I think I think you're right I think every week as as fans yeah we, we, we need to kind of just be realistic and 
as you say, I know we have a standard we need to set and we should be winning these kind of games, but I'm not saying that we should accept these draws. No, not we no should way, not we at all. We shouldn't accept it. We shouldn't accept, we shouldn't accept it, but, but we should get used to it. Right now, right, right now, we are in a very bad place. And the only way that's going to change is, you know, we, we've petitioned for, you know, Woodward and Co. to bring in a director of football. They talked about it. They try and they tried to lead us along with it. Yeah, we'll get someone. They talked to Rio, talked to Darren Fletcher, talked to this person, talked to that person. At the end of it, what happened? No, we're going to do it ourselves. Nothing, as always, we'll do it as ourselves. always. As always, they've now recouped a bit of money. They've slashed the wage bill with Damian leaving Sanchez. Don't get me wrong. They haven't got rid of all Sanchez's wage, but fucking hell, 150, 200 grand, whatever it is. It's still a lot of money to, 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 to bring back in every week, you know? Yeah, of course, small, of course. Smalling's wage, Lukaku's wage. They recouped 75 million pound of Lukaku. You know, you look at all these players, Herrera's wage is gone, which was 100 grand a week or 120 grand a week, whatever it was. But no one has been replaced. They've brought in Dan James, who, let's be fair, when Solskjaer brought him in, goes yeah he's one for the future he's not one for now well you know what right now he looks like our best fucking player yeah yeah but again that, that goes that goes to what i was saying before he's one for the future but he's taking his chance and he's taking responsibility you know but i mean but as you were saying you said you listed up a number of names a number of people of the wage bill etc so maybe he is playing a long game he's rooting out these players getting them out with a with a with, a, with an aim to get players in but you know in the past you know, Manchester United has been a big draw for players to come, but if, if we continue, we're not going to be able to attract yeah, these names who, who we think we can. Players aren't looking at the big draw, they're looking at the big wage. They're thinking, you know what, who can pay me a wage? And United will continue paying a wage. Until the Glazers get hurt financially by sponsors who go, you know what, ha, the sponsors who are fucking mercenaries who go, ha, you're shit, we're not going to sponsor you anymore. Or ha, you're finishing mid-table, we ain't, we're, we're not interested in, 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 in sponsoring United anymore. And, and that will take a while. Until that happens... They don't, mm. get, they don't give a shit. To mm. answer guy's question, to answer, um, was it was it Bruce? It was Bruce. I think it was big Bruce, yeah. And Bruce's question. I mean, look, we we've won two, we we've won two games in our past thirteen. We haven't won away since PSG in March. PSG in March. I have so much faith in Oli. I love the man. He gave me some of the best days of my childhood. And I, oh, I of course, oh, sorry, around because sorry. you know what? I like this four-two-three-one he's playing. I think that we are a few players away from actually doing something, but it's not a case of is Oli gonna gonna get that window and does Oli deserve a window? Do we trust the Glazers to deserve a window that Oli deserves to to, to deliver a window? Mm. Deserve, sorry, not deserve a window, but deliver a window that Oli deserves. That means that Oli will get us the players he wants, the players that Manchester United deserve, the players that Manchester United should have. Do we trust Ed Woodward? Do we trust the Manchester United board to go, you know what, fair enough, come January, you know, X or Y or Z is available, let's go and get him. Let's go and get him. He's he's proven time and time again that that he hasn't. I mean, he'll turn and say, yeah, I delivered Maguire. But I'm I'm not being funny. Anyone can throw money at a club to, to get who they want. Do you know what I mean? Like, with regards to Maguire, I mean, eight, £80 million. Pounds. Obviously, Leicester aren't going to reject that. Do you know what I mean? But it's, it's the top the top quality players that we need in other positions. You know, will we have enough to get them there? But also, in the same I'm, time, I'm sorry. You really know, need to earn his money. He needs to earn his money on the training field. I, I, think well. I, think, I think we look a lot more dynamic in attack now and then, but we're just not finishing off our chances. Which, for mm. someone who was an, a, a pure natural 
deadly finisher is highly concerning. But when mm-hmm. chances, we're not taking our chances. When we move, we move like a better, you know, as an outfit, we move a lot better. You know, instead of that 4-3-3, we're playing a 4-2-3-1. It's a lot more mobile. It's a lot more pace here. He want, demands a lot more for his players. And oh. I, I really like that. But I wanted to, hit to see more players come in. You know, you look at, Look at Chelsea, you know, bringing in, um, uh, bringing in a striker last, last, um, last January. You know, they, they, they needed a striker. Forgive me. I can see his face, but I can't remember. When they got rid of Morata. They brought in Higuain, didn't they? Brought in Higuain. Higuain you know what? Yeah. But he, he was trash though. He was rubbish. They brought in Higuain. He scored, what, two, three, four goals, whatever it was. Terrible. But it was a body. It was someone you could bring in. Now, Mario Accardi has gone from Inter to PSG on loan, mm. on a season-long loan. Are you telling me it was too hard to get that deal done? Inter have basically this gone right They wanted Nemanja yeah. as well. Could we not turn around to Inter and go, you know what? We want a Cardi on loan for a season. You're taking the car off us? No problem. Give us a Cardi on loan. Couldn't we I, take- I do find it odd that that wasn't included in any deal. Maybe they looked at Icardi and I know he's got some off-field problems, to use the words. Well, it's and, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, I can't really speculate too much on that, but you know, as we say, you know, who, who knows what Cardi might do to one of the teammates. But anyway, um, I say, you know, don't want to get done for any stunt on that. But anyway, moving forward, like maybe they looked at his off-field and thought he, he's not a right fit for the club for the change room or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So maybe that was why they said no because people thought Lukaku was a bad egg in the change room compared to others. I, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know what he's like, but he looks like a good professional guy. However, people were saying that he wasn't right for the club. They got rid of him. Would would the Cardi bring similar issues? Would he bring, you know, really kind of disrupt the harmony even the dressing room? So I guess you have to think about that as well. But he's another top quality player, though. I think, Rich, I think the best bit of business United can do between now and January is persuade David Gill to come back. David Gill, come back and take your job. Because Mm -hmm. with all due respect to David Gill, you know, United rumours, there were, the the rumours were there when United were. Were, were, were going for players. I remember 10, 12 years ago, you know, mm. team talk and BBC gossip looking at the rumours. And you know what? Not one of them was ever true. Because David <laughs> identified a player, went out and got it done. Bam, bang, yeah. bang, bang. Yeah. I remember we I signed Nanny and Anderson. And, and I think it was Nanny, Anderson and Hargreaves on the same day. In one the day, same day. Three players. You know what? He got shit done. He got shit done. And you've got, you've got to take your hat off to the man. You know what? He's in the same line as work as Ed Woodward. He's in finance. Woodward is a pure finance machine and good luck to him. You know what? I'm sure he'd be very, very successful at you know, some real blue chip companies. But David Gill knew the club inside out. He knew how to conduct mm. business. He knew what the score was. And, and, you know, I think United need to go and get him. There's a lot of chat that, you know, Gill is open to return. He actually still sits as a director at the club. He's not, you know, he's he's on the board of the club. He's always at games. You see him all the time. And it makes mm-hmm. me the geezer sitting there in a United seat, <coughs> a United tie in a United club suit. Why isn't he actually involved and turning around to Ed Baldwin going, you know what, let me sort out the transfer stuff. Let me do it. Mm-hmm. They turn around to him and get him back. You get him back and do you know what? I think we've got a chance. I think we've got a chance. You, you, know, you know what it's like though? You know these things sometimes when someone new comes in, they just want to put their stamp on things. You know, how, how do we know that David Gill's not giving suggestions to the club and would would just say, no, I want to do it my way. You know, you know, people that when people are stubborn, you know, they don't want to take, you know, you know, sometimes when you know your parents are right, but you don't want to listen, you do your own thing and, and, and you mess it up. What? That's what I think. regards to Ed Woodward. Ed Woodward not yeah, like yeah. David Gill pissing in his own pool. If Ed Woodward yeah, like that, but, then you know what? I'll tell you something. Ed Woodward can 
fuck off because with all due respect, the Giza has had how many transfer windows now? So Alex oh, course, left yeah. 2013. 2013. He's had six sets of transfer windows, 12 windows to try and get something going. And with all due respect to the guy, he's been an absolute categoric failure. It's shocking, man. It's shocking. But I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Don't get me wrong. But for the players he has brought for a lot of money, how much of how much responsibility would you put the manager's feet as well for not coaching these players and getting the best out of these players? Because we've seen a lot of big money signings come through the door. Maybe it's not maybe not right for the club, not right for the squad or whatever. Maybe it's things that we that players that we don't need. But Mate, how much Ed responsibility would, do you put Ed on the manager's door? Edward would sign Alexis Sanchez. You look at them signing Perisic. He wanted Perisic that summer. He was desperate for Perisic. And no, mm. does he get? He gets Sanchez instead. So what yeah. does he do? Mourinho plays a game, mate. Mourinho plays a game and goes, you know what? I wanted a right winger. So what I'm going to do is, you know, your new striker that you've bought me on a half million pound a week. I'm going to pump him on the right wing and let's see mm. how, how how he comes up. And that's what happened. You know, do you, remember, do you remember when Mourinho said um, finishing second with the squad is, is my best achievement? Yeah. I begin to think he was right, you know. It was, come on, he was more than right. He was more than right. People laughed at him, but do you know yeah, what? He doesn't get enough credit so, for that. Right, yeah. Our squad is dead. I, 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 I've never wanted to say it before, but our squad is dead. It's so dead. And that's just a fact. It's not even like up for debate now. I don't know whether... Like, so we've got decent players in there, but it's not a, it's not a squad that's... I, I don't think we'll get top four this year. I'll be, I'll be very... It'll four. be a pleasant surprise if we, if we get fourth. We won't get... Mate, I think... It pains me to say, I think we're going to finish seventh, you know, sixth or seventh. With four games oh. in, I cannot see us finishing nowhere near the top four, pal. Nowhere mm. near. Look at the clubs fighting for top four. Yeah, true. And it pains me to say, get City in Liverpool. Look at Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs. Yeah. Mate, look at Leicester. To an extent, look at Wolves. They've got a better squad than us. I think, I think yeah, you're right. Um, Man City, Liverpool are in their own league. I think judging by the North London derby yesterday uh, on Sunday, sorry, I should say um, th- those squads. You know, that, I mean, that was a fantastic game, by the way. I don't know if you watched it all, but yeah. that was that was a game, and there were there were two squads who were by far well. If if they came up against Manchester United tomorrow, it would probably beat us quite convincingly. So, you know, I I expect us to be to finish ahead of Chelsea to be honest, but only because they're in transition. They probably got a pass this season, if we're being honest. Um, but, yeah, I, I reckon we'll come fifth. If we finish below Chelsea, I think that's unacceptable. We shouldn't finish below Chelsea this season. No way. I'll, I'll be furious. Even if we, you know, finish 13th and 14th, respectively. If we finish 14th and Chelsea finish 13th, I'll be furious because we shouldn't finish below them. We shouldn't finish below them. Mate, uh, I, I can't. I can't see us. You know, and it's at mid-table. Mm. This, I, know, I know it all sounds like the gloom, man, but Ollie. it's just frustrating. I don't blame Ollie. I, I, I just don't blame Ollie. Uh, you know, this is a fucking shambles. Mm. How are you telling me Ollie turned around and goes, Give me three players? Give me Maguire, Wambasaka, and James. With all due respect, if that's the way, you know, that's if that's what you want, and it took us that long to sign us, Wamba, that long for us to sign Wambasaka. Mm hmm. Um, and and uh, you know and and Harry Maguire, then something is categorically wrong. Mm, mm. I think everyone knows what the problem is. It's Ed fucking Woodward. 
We're going to have to try and progress in the Europa League. There's some other teams in there. You know, there's some actual tasty-looking groups. Actually, no, there's not. I'm lying. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, it becomes tasty after Christmas. Let's be real. I don't... I thought, you know, it's not many people watch Europa League until until after Christmas, until the second stage. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I watch it because I don't mind Europa League. But, you say, though, really, I mean, I know we'll touch on it later. But, I mean, yeah, not anything too inspiring. But what, what, what I want to ask you, Aaron, is, okay, let's say, for example, you're, you're owner of, of Manchester United right now. Yeah. yeah. So, Glazers are out, you're the owner, you've got all this money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What would you do? <laughs> That's a... What would I do? Yeah. What I that's such a that's that's a tough question, man. What would like, I do? If, if you had like a five point plan, I know it's not as black and white. A as five point do, plan. No. I mean, five point plan. Actually, bring someone in who knows what they're doing to do with football in terms. A actual director of football. I think you know United should try and broken the bank for for, for Edwin for Van der Sar. The job he's done at Ajax has been nothing mm. short. Um, on. Yeah. Monchi, Monchi has moved on but you know we need to try and get someone um, who, who, who can identify I'd actually shake up the club scouting system if this, that's the best we can we can get what we've got is what we can get up for them fucking hell we, we're doing something wrong um, mm. I'd actually I'd actually try and get David Gill back to actually CEO the club and, and, and move Edward Woodrow on, on to an actual you know more of a, a business development role if you like you know but and 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 I'd turn around to Solskjaer and go, how can we get this club back to the top? Let's fucking work out how we can get the club back to the top. Let's spend some money in the right areas. Let's go and bring in the correct players. Let's go and, and find, you know, solutions to our problems. Because with all due respect, we know what the problems are. If us as fans know what the problems are, that the back line is still just ever so slightly, you know, shaky. We lack creativity in midfield and up top, we're toothless. Are you telling me that United don't know that? I don't know. I don't know. You know, sometimes I wonder what goes through the heads of people like Richard Arnold and, and Ed Woodward. But hey, that is uh, that yeah, is. honest, mate, you 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 fill me with a lot of confidence, mate. You know, if if you are appointed tomorrow, at least I'll well, see someone who's actually caring to you know to at least make a difference. When I when I dig garden, signs. I dig my garden up and I find that oil pipeline, I will buy United and we'll crack on. Uh, my job at the moment is of the Manchester United Redcast, Richard Amofa and myself, Aaron Paul, just chewing the fat about all things Manchester United as we approach an international break. On the back of this uh, little break, we're going to be talking about that international break. Paul Pogba's withdrawn from the France club. We're going to be talking about players that have left United today on the final day of the transfer window and that dreaded Europa League draw. Join us on the other side. Okay, we are back. This is the Manchester United Redcast. My name is Aaron Paul. Joining me uh, is Richard Amova. We're looking back at United's 1-1 draw at Southampton. We've finished all that. We're just fighting. We're arguing amongst ourselves. Uh, don't think so. Like to hear from you as well at United Redcast on Twitter or at 90s 90s UTD uh, on Twitter. Tweet us on one of those accounts and uh, we'll read out your messages on this pod. Any birthdays, funerals, bar mitzvahs, whatever you want, we will read them out. Um, Rich, let's look at the international break. Of course, United have got a couple of weeks to sort of um, sort their shit out if you want. If, if, if you want. To be honest, um, yeah. Yeah, sort, sort their shit out before the uh, the return of the Premier League. And uh, we've got Leicester at home on the 14th of September. Not looking forward to that. Then we've got Astana at Ultra. Oh, buzzing. 
buzzing mm. on a dot Kazakhstan. Um, and, 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 you know, we've got a, a funny old run of fixtures. You know, you look at it, Leicester at home, Astana at home, West Ham away, Rochdale at home in the League Cup, and then United, uh, sorry, Arsenal at home on the Monday night, which we'll, 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 we'll record a follow-up podcast um, to that. But, you know, an interesting one of fixtures. Pogba's pulled out due to a, twi- a, a twisted ankle. <clears throat> is this a precaution or is this... You know, you know what I saw. I saw on Twitter just now. Apparently on Instagram, he's liked a post of a fan saying, "Come to Real Madrid." And his official accounts liked it. Now, obviously, not people like they go crazy about these things. We don't know whether he's liked it by accident, has these things happened, or you know. But the fact of the matter is that it's been liked from his account. It's been picked up. People going crazy about it. That doesn't got anything to do with his with his sudden absence. But whatever it needs, uh, to be fair, from a United perspective, I'm happy that he's not playing. Because if he has picked up a knock, we need to wrap him in cotton wool. Because, yes, he's got his critics, but as I said many times, without him, we'll finish in the bottom half. And, and uh, you know, that's just a fact. So if he is injured, I'm happy that he's not playing. And I'm happy that he's just rested. Because, again, Southampton game, I know I, I backed Pogba to the hilt, but that game, he, you know, he was all over the place. I don't know if you saw that five-minute spell before half-time where... He just gave the ball away about five times in the space of like three minutes. I was like, bro, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like fair enough, one time's called cool. twice. Okay, three times. Like, what? Are you okay? Like, what is going on there? But you say, hopefully he can now have a two-week break, just get his head right, have a rest, and then just crack on for the rest of the season because he, we need him. He's such a big player for us. You know, he, he's our main man, if we're being honest. We, we need him firing on all cylinders. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> so fucking. That's what I guess, you know. It's just true that, I, Aaron, if you got injured. Mate, we don't. We've we got four injuries at the moment. Sorry, yeah, four injuries. Dallow, uh, in fact, five. Dallow's coming back after the break. Martial and Shaw are injured. I mean, Luke Shaw, genuinely, just don't even know. Don't know if Pogba's <laughs> back in there while he's out to the new year. At what point do we run like low on players and we think shit, we're we're in trouble? Do you know what I mean? At what yeah, point? Yeah, it's true. It's the got, typical injury crisis, what? though. We have an injury crisis every year, though. There's so yeah. much. I it's don't understand. But what I don't understand is like, you know, we need a bigger squad because we're playing in four or five competitions. Don't get me yeah, wrong. True. It's one nil at one nil at Old Trafford or something, you know. But like seriously, we need, we need a bigger squad. We need a bit of, uh, of depth, you know. It's, yeah. It's um it's really not great. Uh, very quickly, let's touch on the players that left United. Um, the deadline, of course, has happened. The the uh, the international transfer window. Uh, Alexis Sanchez has gone to Inter Milan on a season long loan deal. Apparently, there is a a, a future transfer fee. Um, involved there, so Sanchez can move permanently to Inter Milan if need be. Chris Smalling has joined Roma. Mm. Uh, uh, everyone knows he's going to become world-class there finally at the age of 29. He's turned into Chris Small, Smaldini, I think they call him. Um, yeah, go on. Go yeah. on. I hope he does well. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I, I, I don't mind him. I uh, think out of all the centre-backs, we could have we could have done with keeping him. I'd rather have seen Jones and Rojo go. After some goals, Smalling has scored for United. I'd, I think the logical step is to fucking stick him up front. <laughs> he does score big goals, doesn't he? He loves the goal against Mate, City. He loves the goal against City. He loves a goal against City. I remember him in the Community Shield. I think it was his debut. He scored at Old Trafford Bad, when he yeah. beat on the LVG. Yeah. And he scored at Etihad, didn't he? Um, 
he scored at Etihad. Yeah, he did. He did score at Etihad. Yeah. Three two game when when they were going to win the league. Yeah. 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 So you know, stick him up front, bring him back, stick him up front. But yeah, Chris hmm. Morton has gone to uh, has gone to Roma. Matteo Damian has gone to Parma finally on a permanent deal for hmm. something like one and a half million euros or something like that. Some really low fee. Mm, uh, bye, bye. Yeah, bye, 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 Matteo Damian. Uh, Cameron Borthwick Jackson has, has left Manchester United as well, finally. I mean, genuinely. Um, I don't really know what he was doing, although I was a fan of his. <laughs> I don't know. What... He just faded away, didn't he? It just happens. Yeah, just disappeared. Everyone yeah. was because he could whip a ball in. Mm. But he's got a <laughs> Samir Overs on uh, on a season long loan probably until his uh, his contract expires um a lot of chat this week about Zlatan Ibrahimovic potentially returning to Manchester United he's he's turning 38 this month i think um anyone anyone fancy him anyone fancy a bit of Zlatan? Well, i wouldn't say no at the end of the day again he's just he's just what he, what he'll bring with all his bravado and everything like that he'll be a good influence in the dressing room he won't take no for an answer he won't take you know, poor standards. And that's so important in training, in matches. You know, he's a, he's a proven winner. He did well for us, to be fair, when he came. Um, but, you know, if he comes and takes number nine shirt, you know, will we'll Marshall sulk again for two years? How, you know? how, take the number, how can he, he can't take the number nine shirt mid-season? No, but I mean, not mid-season, but let's say he, he probably won't come Right till January, you might get maybe yeah, half a year, maybe, not, maybe a year and a half deal. Nah, you know nah. I mean? are you, are you, at 38 years old, leave it out. They won't give me a year and a half deal. That, that, I've that, seen United do some dumb things recently. That I wouldn't be surprised. Fair enough, obviously, he won't, get, he won't get the front number mid-season. But right. I said, let's say let's say if he, if he signs on and he's here for next season, and he said, I want number nine, no, no, United will give him number nine. And we'll see Marshall no, Sulkin for another two years. This is bollocks, this is bollocks, this is bollocks. If, if Ibrahim was just to come, it will probably be on a pay-as-you-play kind of thing. Not pay-as-you-play, like a, a base... I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I agree with you in terms of the logic. But this is Manchester United. We haven't seen much logic from them recently. So I'm just thinking from worst-case scenario. I agree with you. That what you're saying is logical. As in, if you were the owner and you do a logical thing, that's what happens. But we're not doing logical things at the moment. And this is, this is my concern. Do you know what I mean? So I agree with you wholeheartedly, and I wouldn't mind him seeing him back. Pay as you play, whatever. But we're not making logical decisions. We'll probably give him a massive contract, and he'll be like, "Yes, thank you very much," and take it. And that's that's my that's my that's my fear. If we do go down the logical route, then fair play, I'll, I'll love it. But I, I'm not confident that we'll do that. Mate, I I, I don't know. I don't know. With all due respect to Ibrahimovic, if he fancies coming back in January, jump on. But I'd hope we'd have some form of contingency plan in the form of actual solid signings in January. Um, probably not. Probably not. Uh, looking at the Europa League, United are heading to Kazakhstan. Follow, follow, follow. Because United are heading to um, Borat's village. Uh, anyway, uh, we're also taking on Partizan Belgrade and AZ Alkmaar. Uh, a 6,000 mile round trip to Astana in the Europa League. I cannot wait for it. I love Thursday nights. Thursday is underrated as a day. It's underrated as an evening. It's the new version of the weekend. Yeah. I like your positive answer, man. Thanks. It's good, man. Well, are, you, are you buzzing for the Europa League as well? Uh, you just got to take it, innit? You know, you can't complain about it. You can't... This is, uh, this is the cards we've been dealt. We could have been given a much harder group. Do you say we should get? Uh, you know, I wanted Rangers. 
Yeah, so I mean, a nice battle for his tight, you know, that would have been good. But, you so, said, you know, probably get 12 points. Um, and yeah, we move on. That's that could happen. I agree. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bomb trips, yeah. We'll the group, mate. We'll scrape through the group. Don't worry. Can you imagine? If, if that happens, if we scrape through the group and we're, our league form is poor, there will be pressure on Oli, no doubt. Mate, pressure on Oli and bringing who? Fucking Allegri. Listen, I don't make the rules. This is just what happens, mate. You know, people be sniffing around. This is what happens. Mate, I've, I've been to an absolute joke. Absolute fucking joke, lad. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I would have liked to have seen... I would have liked to play Rangers. Maybe a final or someone like that. But yeah, not, not, not a nice trip away, isn't it? You know? Deadest uh, ever, no. Yeah. Uh, you know, are you going to watch it? You know what? I wouldn't mind Getafe as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, nice little stadium, you know, decent club. Yeah, man. Um, you going to watch it or are you going to just uh, oh, hope for the best? You know, follow United. Well, I'm going to try. I wouldn't mind going to that Astana game, you know. I wouldn't mind going to Kazakhstan. But, um, Boy, was, that's you, man. Hey, we could have had F91 Doodle launch from Luxembourg. So, you know, <laughs> things, um, think, think, yeah. F91 Doodle launch. <laughs> Malmo, Lugano, Switzerland. Uh, did you watch? Did you watch Europa League draw? By the way, I saw clips of it. I saw. I saw certain clubs' legends failing to pronounce names. Actually, wow. it was such a B grade draw. You know, like it's like they spunked all the budget on the Champions League. Oh, the Europa League. Mm. Let's see who we can fucking pull out the hat. Yeah, man, it was horrendously poor. And uh, Ashley Cole, yeah, struggling there. He was. Really you know, you know what though. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Ashley Cole. Um, I know he's retired now. Do some coaching, man. I mean, that guy's an elite left back, you know, and it will definitely impart some knowledge on some young players. So I'm excited to see what he's going to be doing moving forward. To be fair, but yeah, not as yeah. good as Patrick uh, Severo though. Anyway, yeah, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, leave it here there. But let's let's fair. have some early doors predictions. Uh, mm. I'm going to go United two, Leicester one, Rich. Um, I'll say reverse, mate. Good I sound. think we'll lose. I think we'll lose two one at home. Good sound effects. Good sound effects. Good sorry, sound. buddy. Sorry. You think sorry. we're gonna lose? Yeah, I think I think we'll lose two one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Um, but hopefully, some reverse psychology. You know, I say we're losing, we'll actually win because I backed us to win um, both games. But I just, I just think Leicester going forward will just be too much for us. You gonna be watching England? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? You have to, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You just got to watch it, innit? Do you know what I mean? Boys. I'm excited. We've got a nice squad, though. I want to see like the young players, you know, do a bit. So, yeah, of course, man. Barden, mate. Barden, Barden, Barden. <laughs> Who are England even playing? Oh, Bulgaria at five o'clock on Saturday. Jeez. Oh, it's a suspect time, innit? Oh, what's the second game? Oh, like Montenegro or something. Wembley. Oh, my. You can guarantee tickets are still 40, 45 quid. That's a madness, isn't it? It shouldn't be, man. For a dead game like that. It shouldn't be. But people still people still go because it's like, you know, people won't, like, you know, the diehard England fans might not go to that game. So there'll be tickets available. There's a, game at, there's a game at St. Mary's, isn't there? Is it St. Mary's or is it Wembley? Yeah, I think, I know, I think there's one game at St. Mary's. Um... I don't know if it's that one or the, or the other one, but I know there's a game at St. Mary's. Mate. Yeah, St. Mary's, that's the one. That is the one. Ah, fair play. Of course, okay. Well, that's the thing. You know, at Wembley will be empty. 
Yeah, they're, yeah, that's they're true. not going to sell up Wembley for that one. No, so. no chance. Yeah, I ain't yeah, going to. Yeah, clever I'm going to go and watch some League One or something like that, League One or League Two, and crack on with yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. To be fair, like I said, we got Exeter and Plymouth down here, so I might, I might pop down and watch them instead. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Very, yeah, obviously, very sad news about Berry FC uh, in the week that they have been expelled from the uh, the football. Mm-hmm. A lot of white fans turning around saying that City United should be bailing them out. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't think that's how it works. To be fair, no, I, I no. know, I know. In an ideal world, it'd be very, very good, but I, I really don't think that is uh, that is actually how it'd work. But yeah, I, uh, I agree. At the end of the day, if, if what what that would just happen is that okay, let's say if they did build them out, one, it shows that they're backing this sh- stupid owner Ian Dale. I never want to see him around football ever again. Steve, what a disgrace. Um, is it does it Steve Dale or Ian Dale? Steve Dale. Ian Dale. I don't even care. No, I, don't, I was thinking about someone else. It is Steve Dale. I can't even get his name. I don't care about him. What, what a parasite <laughs> to the game. Dale's off. Um, He's the radio off, presenter, isn't he? Is he off LBC? Uh, off, off LBC. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, yeah. No, he, to be fair, he's, he's been um, spitting some real gems recently. But anyway, I won't get too much into that. But yeah, anything, you know, if United or City was to back that it'll be showing you know, they'll be supporting Steve Dale and that's wrong. And secondly, that's a person, doesn't it? Because it means that teams will gamble and then rely on the bailout from a bigger club. So it just sets a wrong precedent. And at the end of the day, Man U and Man City are not responsible for the likes of these clubs, which is just, it's, it seems hard to shape, but they're not, you know, they should be gambling and, you know, they should be managing their finances properly. And it's a shame because there are a few clubs which are, who are on the brink. I know we've seen Bolton, but you've got other clubs, clubs like Scunthorpe, Charlton, uh, you know, as, as you know, you know, more clubs that are in, in the shit, and it just takes one one rough turn, and they'll be in the same position. So it's, it's worrying times, to be honest, mate. Mate, no, 100%. Really, really uh, sad news. But yeah, um, hopefully Barry bounce back stronger. Rich, that's all we've uh, we've sort of got time for this week. Thank you very much for joining me. I'll catch you after the international break. Drop us a tweet at United Redcast. Uh, let us know what you reckon of uh, of the pod and any, uh, anything you want to chat about. I'll be uh, manning the socials this week. So yeah, it will be good to chat with you. Uh, for another week, though, come on, you Reds. Come on, chaps. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.